Welcome to the podcast for Salem Baptist Church, where the senior pastor is Reverend Dr. Selwyn Q. Bacchus. Salem is located at 3131 Lake Street in Omaha, Nebraska, 68111. This podcast has been created as a mobile companion to your engagement with Salem. Whether you use it to listen to a service you are unable to attend or to revisit a sermon, we pray that this podcast will serve as a source of motivation and connection to a word-centered and spirit-led church that cares about your journey. Be sure to turn on your alerts as we deliver a variety of content to you. Don't miss out on church services, interactive Bible studies, and special interviews all here on Salem's podcast. Share the podcast with a friend or family member. Listen as you have your morning coffee, daily exercise, or travel to work. No matter when you are listening, we pray this episode blesses you. Everybody, we got a song. Everybody, we got a song for the church choir. <laughs> Singing about somebody that we call that man Jesus. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. <laughs> this one for the church choir. Come on, I search. Come on, all over. Come on, trying to find. Someone, but in my search, I was faced with reality. Come on, that no one, come on, could ever match. Come on, why no one can do? No one has shown a greater love. Come on, everybody, there is. Come on, no one. We're singing about that blessed Savior. Come on, what's his name, y'all? study. May not shout you in the sanctuary. Shout at me in the study. Because even as we participate in this Lord's Supper today, even as we share this Holy Communion, we are reminded of the greatest of divine demonstrations. We are reminded of the greatest intervention that Jesus has ever made because he demonstrated his love toward us. I don't want to use my words. Let me use the words of the Apostle Paul. 
in Romans chapter 5. For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But listen to this. For God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Oh, I'm going to have to go back to the old preacher. Uh, he demonstrated his divine love for us on one Friday. Outside the walls of Jerusalem, he demonstrated his love for us. For every time they put a nail in his hand, and every time they put a spike in his feet, and every time he, they put a spear in his side and a crown of thorns on his head, every drop of blood, every ounce of pain he endured, God demonstrated his love toward us. He intervened on our behalf. We should have been hanging on that cross. We should have been dying for our sins. But God demonstrated his love toward us. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. In our stead. On our behalf. Because of our sins, he died. He demonstrated his love toward us. Oh, but I'm a Baptist preacher. So I can't end this on the cross, y'all. You know I gotta go there. You know I gotta go there. Can't leave him on the cross. Because that's not the end of the story, y'all. Yes, he demonstrated his love toward us. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. But I can't leave him on the cross. Uh, because what we preach is the gospel, which is the good news. Uh, the good news is not just that he died. The good news is, is that early Sunday morning, when they went looking for him, some angelic beings declared, why look ye for the living among the dead? He has risen! That's good news, y'all.
so glad to be in the service one more time. What a blessing indeed it is to be able to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. We are grateful for the opportunity and privilege to lead and worship here from the sanctuary of the Salem Church. And for those who gather with us in the virtual sanctuary of the Salem Church, it is a blessing and a privilege indeed. And as we move forward into worship, uh, let us invoke and invite the presence of our Savior even now. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Again, Lord, we are grateful and thankful for all that you've done, for your many and varied blessings, and most importantly, for your darling Son, Jesus Christ. We are grateful for the opportunity to worship you in spirit and truth, because you and you alone are worthy of all of our praise. And so even now, we pray, come now, Lord Jesus, come now, Lord Jesus, come through the presence and power of your Holy Spirit as we worship you in spirit and in truth. And the people of God said together, amen and amen. We're going to ask our music and fine arts ministry to lead us further in worship at this time.
character. You have never failed us. You have been there for us in every moment. For that, God, we are grateful and we are thankful. As human beings, God, we are fickle, but we are grateful that you are constant and you are consistent. And we share our gratefulness on today. Lord, we are most thankful that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us all. And we thank you for the power of his resurrection. We come before you confessing our sins, knowing that your word declares that if we confess our sins, you are faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so we do so on today, wherever we might be, knowing that we've come short of your glory. And so even now, God, we thank you for the forgiveness that we receive because of the blood of Jesus. And Lord, for the names that have been called, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would meet them at the point of their need, whether it is grief and loss, whether it is illness and sickness, whether it is problems in the family, on the job, or with health, God, we know that you're able to mend, we know you're able to heal. So God, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you would meet not only the names that we have read on today, but others we pray that you would meet them at their point of need. We know, God, that you are a healer. You are a deliverer. You are a comforter. So, God, we pray that you would move as only you can. We ask these prayers, again, not only for the names that have been called, but for those who are listening and watching on today who have their own set of needs, we pray that you would meet them where they are. Meet them where they are. Meet them where they are. We ask these prayers now in the name of our resurrected and living Savior, Jesus the Christ. And the people of God said together, Amen. And amen. Good morning, Salem. Truly, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We are so excited on today as we celebrate our pastor and first family anniversary on today. We thank God for 15 years at the Salem Baptist Church. We thank God for 25 years of pastoral leadership for our pastor, and we thank God for 35 years of his preaching ministry. On behalf of the anniversary committee, we want to thank those of you who have participated in our virtual souvenir book. You may view that book starting today on our website at salembc.org. Thank you again for all that you have done and the contributions that you have made to make that souvenir book possible. 
We also want to be a special blessing to our fam first family on today. Those of you who would like to give and be a special blessing to them by giving a special offering, we invite you to do so on today. If you're using the traditional offering envelope, we ask that you would simply write Pastor Backus or Pastoral Anniversary on the offering envelope. You'll be able to drop that off or mail that in. If you're using one of our electronic platforms uh, that you might be giving your offering on today, we ask that you would simply put Pastor Backus' name in the memo section, and we'll be sure that he will get that for, as you have designated. Thank you again so much, Salem, for all that you have done. We truly appreciate and love our pastor and his first family. And we invite you today at 12 noon to come and show your love and appreciation to our family. We know that we're in this great Nebraska weather, but our first family will be out there to greet you. We're going to ask that you would come at 12 noon. There will be parking lot attendants who will be able to direct you. We want this to be the biggest drive through celebration that the city has seen. As they greet you, and you have gifts that you would like to give at that time, someone will be available to receive those from you on today. May the, God, may the Lord bless you and keep you is our prayer. Thank you, Deacon Johnson. We are grateful to be able to celebrate this 15th anniversary here at the Salem Baptist Church of Omaha, Nebraska, and the 25 years of pastoring starting in Richmond, Virginia, and then in Dayton, Ohio, and here in Omaha, and uh, 35 years of preaching. Amen. Uh, please remember all of your opportunities for ministry, fellowship, discipleship, and worship. We want to remind you on this coming Saturday, October 31st, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., <clears throat> you can pick up your communion elements so that you may at home uh, share with us as we lead you in this Holy Communion, this Lord's Supper on this coming Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can drive through. Our deacons will provide that for you. As well, we will not have our fall festival uh, in person. We will do it uh, virtually in a sense. Uh, you can bring your children and uh, grandchildren and uh, others, nieces and nephews, on Saturday, October 31st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Just drive through the circle and uh, we'll have some candy and goodies for them so that they can uh, uh, take them with them and uh, be hyped at home with you. Amen. Uh, and uh, so please, uh, both of those things will be happening on this Saturday, October 31st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. If you want to bring some uh, candy and snacks uh, to assist in that effort, you can do that. Uh, this Monday, or I'm sorry, this week through uh, October 28th here at the office. We also invite you to be a part of our Word for Your Walk broadcast on the CW Network uh, each Sunday from 1.30 at 1.30 p.m. Uh, so please be a part of our Word for Your Walk broadcast. Share it with others uh, each Sunday at 1.30 on the CW network. We continue to say to you and commend you to make sure that you're registered, make sure that you vote um, in time for this coming election. This is a uh, once in a lifetime election and we want to make sure that each and every person 
It's registered and each and every person votes. I voted uh, almost two weeks ago, it'd be two weeks ago tomorrow, I went in person to make sure that my vote uh, was counted. Uh, your vote, vote is your voice. So make sure that you vote, uh, whether you're voting in person, whether you're voting uh, by mail-in ballot, uh, whether you're taking it to the drop box uh, at the election commission, make sure that you vote. Uh, we've seen over the past three years, but especially over the last three or four months, the importance of the change of leadership that we need on the federal and state level. Uh, we need a, <clears throat> a voice of integrity and of character and consistency. So please make sure that you get out and vote. I can't tell you who to vote for, but I think you know what I'm saying. If you don't know, call me, email me, text me, and we can have that further conversation. Uh, but you need to make sure that you register, make sure that you get out and vote. Thank you, Salem, so much for your continued stewardship in giving and making sure that uh, the ministry of the Salem Baptist Church can continue to move on. We thank you for your faithful stewardship. We remind you each and every week of the various ways that you can give and support the ongoing ministry of the Salem Church. You can mail it here to the church at 3131 Lake Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68111. From 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, you can bring your tithe and offering. There is a secure tithe and offering box just outside the administrative offices. You can give through the website at SalemBC.org. You can give through PayPal, Venmo, the Givelify app, as well as the Cash app. We want to make sure that you have every opportunity and every platform available to make sure that uh, you're able to continue your ongoing stewardship. And we thank you, Salem, uh, for your faithfulness, and we thank you in advance for your continued faithfulness in your giving through your tithe and your offering. It is a wonderful blessing to be able to celebrate uh, 15 years here as the senior pastor of the Salem Baptist Church, 25 years as a senior pastor, and 35 years of preaching and uh, it is an immense blessing to be able to have uh, my father uh, physically and my father spiritually and my father in the ministry uh, to preach for us on today. Uh, he has taken time out of his schedule to, to leave Mount Zion in Kansas City uh, to come and uh, preach for us on today as I celebrate this 15th anniversary. Uh, there really is no need to introduce him. Uh, he is familiar with the Salem Church um, in the Omaha area. He's preached at Mount Nebo and Morning Star and most importantly here at the Salem Church over the last 30 years, 40 years. Uh, for J.C. Wade and Maurice Watson and of course now for myself and uh, I am so grateful that he has taken time out of his schedule to come and some of my family members are here as well uh, to come and preach for us on today 
and uh, I am so grateful. I'm trying to not become uh, emotionally overwhelmed, but I am so grateful uh, that he took time to come and preach with us. And uh, if he just says, hey, and sit down, that's enough. Uh, but he is a preacher of the gospel, has been pastoring at uh, Mount Zion Church for almost 50 years and pastoring overall for over 50 years and we are so grateful he's given leadership on the state denominational uh, level the national denominational level has preached all across the country and we're just grateful that he's here on today and so after our music and fine arts ministry leads us further in worship the next preaching voice you will hear will be none other than Reverend Dr. C.L. Backus the pastor of the Mount Zion Baptist Church of Kansas City, Kansas. So pray with the preacher even now. Say yes. 
Lord, how we thank you for this privilege to share out these blessed moments here at the Salem Baptist Church and to his family, those who are listening from the outside and those who are in, that you will bless us together for the next few moments as we come to celebrate our Savior and our Lord and to celebrate the life that you've given to this great servant for the last 35 years as a proclaimer and 25 of those as an active and senior shepherd of your flocks. We are grateful to you for all the blessings you bestowed upon us. Keep us in your ever-loving care and we will be careful to give you the glory. 
and all of the praise in your precious name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Father, I'll stretch my too by now, but I'm certainly glad to be here with my son uh, this morning. He said if I get up and just say hello, that that would make him happy. He about to get his wish, amen. <laughs> he, he pretty close to getting his wish that I would just get up and <clears throat> say hello and, and uh, sit down and and we make ready to go home. Uh, I guess all of the churches is finding out one way or the other how diversified uh, their pastors are. I didn't, uh, it's been a long time since I had to be the pastor, the announcing clerk, amen. Uh, uh, talk about the visitors and if, because there ain't none here. And uh, and the sick folk, we've had somebody to do all of that. And during this pandemic time, uh, the pastor have had to play all of them roles. I was just listening to Selwyn a few minutes ago, reading off all of them names, and I didn't know that anybody else had to do that outside of me. Somebody else been doing that, amen. And so you finding out that your pastor is a good preacher, He's a good announcer, and he knows how to welcome the visitors. Amen. We thank God for uh, this great. I'm just trying to warm up a little bit here. I know we ain't got much time, but uh, God is good in spite of the fact that uh, we're going through turbulent times. God is good, and he is going to bless uh, services today, today rather, all over this nation. Uh, I done preached at Salem many times, and and I can't count the times that I preached in this city, and this is the first time I ever had to preach to an empty church. 
<laughs> Amen. So there's a time for all things. Um, I think most of us in here could never have conceived of having gone through and are still going through uh, the moments that we are going through in this world. I just like to say it America, but in the world uh, at this hour based upon uh, this pandemic uh, uh, virus that is uh, uh, usurping this power all over this world at this hour. And we certainly know that, and I just want to encourage those who are listening wherever you are to know that God is not sick. I don't care what else goes on. He does not have COVID-19. He, he, he's not, he's not uh, having no problem breathing. He, he's not having no chills at night. God is still as much God. Are y'all listening to me as much God uh, today as he has ever been? And when and uh, he gets ready, he can step in this situation and just with a word, he can straighten it out. But that is left within the hands of Almighty God. So how we thank him, and I want to encourage people to know this is not a time for saints to panic. Be careful and cautious and use good sense, but not panic in time. Uh, I, I just simply refuse to, to uh, lay over and die and give up, not as long as God lived. And I don't know about you today, but I, I believe that God is still alive. In fact, I know he is. I talked with him on and off during the night and early this morning. So uh, he's very much alive in case you don't know it. I want you to know that uh, know that I talked to him, and and you may not believe I talked to him, but give me the the blessings of knowing that I know I talked to him. Amen. We're going to talk to you to a few minutes from a familiar passage of scripture, and and uh, and uh, uh, here in the book of Timothy, and I don't know if I preached it in Salem before, but if I did, you just got to listen to it again. And, and uh, amen. Uh, there ain't no uh, hundred thousand uh, anniversary sermons in the Bible. Amen. There's a whole lot of other things. And so we would like for you to listen to us as we read to you from Second Timothy, uh, chapter four, verses sixteen through eighteen. Uh, you just can't imagine how. Uh, full my heart is today. I remember when this little fella, well, he ain't been a little fella in a long time, but uh, uh, 35 years ago, talked to me about him uh, wanting to be a preacher. He had all kind of ideas uh, about how he was going to do it when he got started, and he tried some of them, and I had to embarrass him at some times and tell him that you can't do it that way. You know you. You can't do this, that, and the other. And, and he listened, amen. And thank God that the Lord has developed him into one of the greatest uh, preachers and proclaimers of this nation. Amen, somebody? And we are grateful 
uh, that uh, he came from our roots both physically, uh, biologically, and spiritually, uh, as Paul says, from his own bowels, and how we thank God for that. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, <clears throat> verses uh, 16 uh, through 18, at my first defense, uh, uh, no man stood with me, but uh, all men forsook me. I pray, God, that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that, my, that by me the preaching might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lions. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me under his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory uh, forever and forever. Amen. And forever means forever. Amen. And I'm going to talk about and uh, encourage uh, Brother Selvin to know that uh, Paul said that everybody forsook me. Look, all of my friends, but the Lord stood with me. The Lord <clears throat> stood with me. And that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, the Lord stood with me. Uh, now, those of you who are here, we're going to act like that it's a thousand people in Salem this morning. Yes, sir. So that if the devil come down the street, he's going to wonder where all them people come from. Yes, sir. And uh, amen. We're going to have church. Yes, sir. Uh, these are troublesome times uh, for the people of God. I said these are troublesome times for the people of God. We are going through periods of anxiety and uncertainties like uh, and I've been around here for 80 years, unlike anything uh, that I've ever experienced in all of the days of my life. These uh, are troublesome times uh, for the people of God. Uh, you're living in a time when you're scared for your family to visit, and your family is very scared for you to visit them. They don't know where you've been and what you're going to bring inside of their door. Never before have we had to be as conscious and as cautious as we are in this hour, in our social <clears throat> justice of this land. But these are troublesome times. Times uh, for the people of God. It is especially troublesome uh, for those that the Lord has called to stand in the gap. And he does do the calling. Uh, if you've been calling, thank God, I, I promise you uh, that if Brother Selwyn had not been called, he wouldn't still be preaching. He might be doing something, but he probably wouldn't still be standing in this pulpit declaring the word between the living and the dead. Uh, he, God called uh, those us prophets and preachers uh, to stand in the gap, fill <clears throat> the spot uh, that people need 
to hear a word from the Lord. Amen. The Apostle Paul seems uh, to be in be an example to encourage those of us who are called of God to know that God will stand with us. I think that uh, uh, since 1984. Uh, 1983, I've been a uh, 1963, I've been a, a preacher, and from 1984, I have been a pastor. If I'm not mistaken, that's something like 56 or 57 years ago. And I stopped by to encourage uh, Brother Selwyn and whoever might be listening today that God will stand with you. I said, God will stand with you when. <clears throat> when it even looked like you cannot see the hand of God, God is always working on and in our behalf. The text says in verse 16 that no man stood with me. It seems as time, <clears throat> like the preacher, is a candidate for disappointment. Paul says in 2 Corinthians, 12, 11 through 15, I am become a fool in glory, and you have compelled me, for I ought not the altar have been commended by you, for nothing I am behind the very chief apostles, uh, though I be nothing. Truly, the signs of an apostle were wrought among you in all patience, in signs and wonders and mighty deeds for uh, what is in uh, which you were inferior to other churches, except it be that I myself was not burdensome to you. And Paul says, I want you to forgive me for this wrong. I did not... Uh, uh, compelled you to do things for me I did not allow it and Paul says that I want to you to forgive me for committing that wrong behold the third time I am ready to come to you and I will not be burdensome for you and I will very gladly the apostle says spin and be spent for you though the more abundantly I love you Sometimes the less uh, I seem to be loved by you. What a painful thing it is to expend all of your love towards somebody and not sometimes appear to be a recipient of their love coming back in the right direction. Uh, my, my, my daughters and, and Selwyn and all of them, the families here, know that I had a minister with me by the name of Reverend Marshall, and I call him Big Preach. We affectionately call him Big Preach, and he said, Reverend, I don't quite understand how you can keep on working so hard and engaging yourself like you do when sometimes it looks like the people just don't appreciate it. I said, son, you got to understand that the people did not call me uh, to this way. 
I am doing what God has called me to do. Uh, and I would hope that they would be appreciative. But even if they don't, I owe it to God uh, to do the work that the Lord has called me to do. I ought to get an amen in here somewhere. Amen. So the Paul said, look like the less, the more I give and the more I love seem like the less uh, that you are trying to put back in me. But I promise that I'm going to stand on the walls and declare the word between the living and the dead, whether you uh, love me back or not. And brothers and sisters, I, I hear some people say, well, it don't make me no different whether people love me or not, as uh, long as the Lord do. Well, I want the Lord to love me and people too. There's something wrong with somebody who don't care whether anybody loved them or not, amen. Love is very too important uh, for us not to have. The Apostle Paul wrote this letter to Timothy while he was in a <clears throat> Roman jail. He was not in jail because he was guilty of defrauding his church or doing some underhanded uh, work with the convention. He was not locked up because he would not pay his child support. He would not trouble uh, because he did not pay his income taxes. He was not in jail, I tell you, for forgery or not paying his traffic tickets. Amen, like I got one yesterday. And, uh, on the contrary, uh, he was locked up because he preached the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul was in trouble, Brother Selvin, because he would not give in and compromise the truth of Jesus Christ. The few of us here today, you're going to help me out there in Radio Land. I wish you would pray with us for one hour. Paul could have been bitter because they all forsook him. We must be careful not to allow people <clears throat> to cause us to become bitter and cold. Yeah. No man can serve the people of God with bitterness and coldness and hate in his heart. Yeah. Paul says in verse 16, they forsook me, but uh, don't hold it to their charge. Yeah. Can I get a witness? I had to stand there all by myself. But please uh, do not hold it to their charge. Instead of being bitter, Paul prayed for them. Do I have a witness here? And, and listen, you can't keep on holding some against anybody in the world that you will sincerely begin to pray for. If you want to like people, a little bit better start to pray in form. Yes, if you want uh, to really forgive them for uh, the offenses that they have posed in your life, start to sincerely pray in form. Yes, you can't keep praying for people to save your life and still have a bad attitude about them. Yes, your prayers will not only affect their life, but it will begin to affect your life as well. Yes, Paul knew 
<clears throat> what forgiveness was because he had been forgiven. Do I have a witness here? I said Paul really knew what forgiveness was because Paul had been forgiven. Paul understood that the only way he could proceed was not to allow himself to be consumed by hate and bitterness. Every time you relive hate, it gets heavier and heavier. I said every time you relive uh, hate, it gets heavier and heavier. Do I have a witness here? I, I heard a story of a fellow picking cotton one day and he filled up his cotton sack while he was in the field and put it across his shoulder and started walking up toward the scales uh, that he would get his cotton weighed so he could properly, uh, properly get paid for his labor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he went up there and the man hung it, uh, the sack on the scales and, uh, and, and he told him this is 98 pounds of cotton in this sack and the man said, I tell you what you do, leave it hanging there a few minutes because he meant that when he first picked up that sack, by the time he got up to the scales, the longer he carried it, the heavier it became. That's what uh, bitterness and sorrow will do for our life. He did not realize that those scales was inanimate and they could have hung on there another year and it wouldn't have got any heavier. But the longer he carried it, the heavier it became. Bitterness is an emotional cancer. It will ultimately consume the spiritual and moral fiber of one's life. We need to remember that when we hate our enemies, uh, we give them power over us power over our sleep. Amen. Do you know sometimes folk keep you woke all night long and they at home sleeping so hard until they breathing so hard till the curtains is shaking and, and you tumbling all night long because you have given them authority over your sleep at night. I've been dog if anybody gonna keep me woke all night long while they are busting Z's all night. Do I have a witness here? We give them power over our sleep. Power over our appetite. Can't eat because somebody done hurt our feelings. Amen. I tell you what you need to do. You need to go and eat your some tea and their feelings too if you need to. And just keep on doing what you got to do. They have power over our happiness. The Lord will help us rise above and beyond our disappointments because the Lord gives us strength. Do I have a witness here? I said the Lord is able to give us strength. In verse 17, Paul said that the Lord stood with me and as he stood with me, uh, he gave me strength for my journey. Do I have a witness here? Uh, that's the reason uh, the songwriter says he walks with me and 
he talks with me and 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 he tells me that I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other I said none other have I ever known if the Lord stood with me and because he stood with me he gave me strength can I get a witness he stood here mean that God stood alongside of me and he strengthened me he is a shoulder to lean on in a time of trouble. He never promised us anywhere in the scripture that we would be exempt from many of life's trials and tribulations. Uh, Christians have cancer. Christians lose their jobs. Christians have heart attacks. Do I have a witness? Christians sometimes die young. Christians experience most of the things in life that happen to other people uh, in this life. But the Lord had promised that he will strengthen us. And uh, in our trials, he promised that he will be with us. Do I have a witness? I, I heard the choir saying uh, just a few minutes ago, uh, be not dismayed, uh, whatever be tied. God will, I said, God will, God will take care of you beneath his wings of love abide. God will, won't he do it, somebody? God will take care of you. He will stand right by your side when the world turn against you. God will stand by your side. He stands with us by giving us heavenly hope. Can I get a witness? Verse 18 says, And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and uh, will preserve me under his heavenly kingdom. Can I get a witness? Uh, that gives each one of us hope. Hope is grounded uh, in the promises of God. Paul had run out of time, but he had not run out of hope. Do I have a witness? Our job is to offer hope in a dark world, hope for those who in this world who has given up on life. Hope uh, for the fatherless and the motherless. Hope for that drug addict. Can I get a witness? Hope for that alcoholic. We need to let the world know uh, that our hope is built on nothing less than uh, Jesus' blood. And uh, righteousness, uh, I dare not trust uh, the sweetest frame, but holy lean on Jesus' name. Ain't he all right? 
Anybody know he is? I have a hope is found in, on that rock of Jesus Christ. He is a rock. Ain't he somebody in a weary land? Uh, he, yeah, Lord. Uh, he's a company keeper at a midnight hour. He will stand by your side. Uh, when it leaned like uh, the world have turned their back on you, preach on, brother Selwyn. Uh, I hope the Lord uh, will give you another 35 years. Uh, but however long uh, your time may be, uh, tell the world, I know a Savior. I know a Savior. I know a Savior. I know a Savior. I know a Savior that I can take my troubles to. I know a Savior who is, who is a shelter in the time of a storm. I know a Savior who is a company keeper at a midnight hour. I know a Savior who is a lawyer when you get in trouble. I, yeah, I know a Savior who walks with you and he talks with you. Is there anybody in Salem today? Anybody? Who listen to me today know that God is a present help in times of trouble. Do you know God will stand right by your side? I've learned how to lean, 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 and depend on Jesus. Trust him. He will. He will. Yes, he will. I said he will. Yes, he will. I said he will. Yes, he will. Oh, yes, he will. He will. My soul is happy. Ain't he all right? Keep on standing when the storm of life is raging. Keep on standing for God will. God will. God will. God will. Moses, he stood by Joshua, 
He stood by Jonah. He stood by Elijah. He sure will. He sure will.
want to extend the invitation. There may be someone watching or listening who does not know the Lord Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We extend the invitation on today. This is your moment. This is your time to give your life to Jesus Christ. We have a God who loved us so much that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us all. Jesus Christ took our place. He went to Calvary in our stead on our behalf. The Bible says he became sin for us. So if you've not confessed him as Lord and Savior, Romans 10 reminds us if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died for the sins of the world, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And so if you want to give your life to the Lord today and receive the free gift of salvation and eternal life through Jesus Christ, just call us here at 402-455-1000, option three. There's someone waiting right now to hear your voice, to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Or if you're saved, but for whatever reason, you don't have a church home, you don't have a church family, today is the day to be a part of the Lord's family here at the Salem Baptist Church. Call us here at 402 455 1,000, option three. There's someone waiting to hear your voice to welcome you into the family of God here at the Salem Baptist Church. The invitation is extended. We pray that you would think in this moment, why don't you come? You don't have to be in the sanctuary. The Lord can save you just where you are. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus now. Come to Jesus. Come to that you have made a decision to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ on today to come apart 
of the Salem Baptist Church. We thank Pastor C.L. Backus for blessing us on today with a mighty word from the Lord. We are once again grateful that he has come to share with us in this 15th anniversary here at the Salem Baptist Church, 25 years of pastoring and 35 years of proclaiming and preaching the gospel. Thank you, Daddy, for coming. I'm so grateful uh, for you being here with us on today. Again, we invite you to be a part of our Word for Your Walk broadcast on the CW Network at 1.30. And I uh, hope to see some of you in just about a half hour as you drive through uh, for this anniversary celebration. We'll get to wave at you and tell you how much we appreciate you so much. Uh, gratitude, my family that's gathered here on the day. I can't say enough uh, to <clears throat> display my gratitude uh, toward my father coming to share and being a part <clears throat> of this anniversary service. Again, Salem, thank you so much for what you've done and what you're going to continue to do. And uh, we are just blessed by you. And we look forward to what the Lord has to do in the life of the Salem Church. We pray for you, and you pray for us, and we're all praying for one another. We remind you to make sure that you get out and vote as soon as possible so that your voice can be heard. Let's pray. Lord, we love you and we thank you for all that you've done, for your many and varied blessings. Once again, we thank you that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us all. And we thank you for the power of his resurrection. We thank you for this powerful word on today that has blessed us all as we have been present as we've listened, as we've watched, we pray, God, that like myself, others will be encouraged by this word, that through it all, the Lord has stood with us. The Lord has stood with us. The Lord has stood with us. For those who are watching and listening, we pray that you would bless them on this day. But in the days, the weeks, months, and years to come, pour out your blessings upon their families and upon their households. And now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his glory with exceeding great joy. To the only wise God be glory, dominion, and power, both now and forever. And the people of God all across the city, all across the county, all across the state, across the nation, and across the world, say it together, amen, amen, and amen. And we yet believe the best season of your life is just ahead.